0: Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the IMA podcast. Let's just say another episode. I don't want to keep on counting the episodes. Yeah, how you guys been? How was everybody's week? You know, I hope you, hope you guys did all right. I hope you guys, you know, are slowly getting back into normal life. Or maybe you're too scared for your health. I hope you're not living in, in Leicester you know, have any family in Leicester. Because that situation is horrible at the moment in the UK. Um. Yeah, I hope everyone's okay. I just really hope. If you're listening to this, I just. If you're not, man, it's not nice being in a bad situation. It's really not. Um. Yeah. What, what, what happened to me this week? Oh, today. First of all, let me let me just get this straight out. It's right in front of me, so I need to talk about it. I bought these. um Now we all know these fucking gourmet. Uh, little crisp brands you know like Tyrell and Kettle the ones that we have in the UK I bought the Kettle Thai sweet chili flavor I've never seen Kettle do a Thai sweet chili flavor I was just interested in tasting it and uh, I bought it and I was like yo this better if it has gourmet on it this better beat the shit out of Sensations Thai sweet chili which is a fucking classic okay you can't if you're willing to challenge Sensation's Thai Sweet Chili and have gourmet labelled on it, then you better be fucking lit. So I buy this bag, hand cooked in Norfolk. Um new it says new flavour, says kettle on it, and it's got the guy cooking with the hand and you know, with the pot and you staring the chips and we have that picture, and it says Thai sweet chili uh, and British potato chips, absolutely nothing artificial. Now, I open the bag, I have a bit, and I'm fucking disappointed. It's not as spicy. It's not as spicy as the Sensations Thai Sweet Chili. It's not spicy enough for me. I mean, the crunch isn't as perfect as the Thai Sweet Chili one as well. I mean, I don't know. Crunch is different. It's a different taste. It's like... um what uh what's it called i've never tasted these i'm not that rich but i, re- I watched um this episode of uh on netflix you know the chef show with john favreau um pretty good john favreau director behind iron man and and uh he's 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 buddy or lucky from he's happy what, what that character that is the main assistant for iron man yeah he's that and he also directed iron man as well uh he has this show called chef uh, the chef show which was uh originated from uh what's it called which basically uh john farrow directed this movie called chef where he's a gourmet chef and all that shit so in order to fully live the life of a gourmet chef he had to um shadow a professional chef uh, and uh, i think uh, the guy he shadowed—I forgot his name—but pretty much revolutionized the street food industry, put gourmet into the street food industry in California, and later on reestablished it in the, in, in other states and all that shit. But it, it's um, Hoagie, the guy who the founder of Hoagie, uh, who's also the neighbor who also used to be the neighbor of Bert Kreischer, famous comedian. But I'm not gonna gonna veer off into that so he shadowed him now within the show John Favreau was like hey I really fucking enjoyed us together and I don't you know I, I, I want to stay let's make a show together and they made the show now in one of those shows they have um what is it called they have Wolfgang Puck a Spargo chef who, who also cooks for the people at the Oscars and all that shit. How do I know this stuff? All right, listen, okay, I know a lot of shit. All right, I'm the king of digesting useless information. So, and it, I think this all started from a bag of crisps. So, Gourmet and Wolfgang Park, uh, sorry, I was I was jumping off points. Uh, so Wolfgang Park had this episode where he was with the with the John Favreau and the, the chef guy I forgot what his name is fuck I need to search it up but he pretty much revolutionized the food truck industry. Let me search up uh, one second guys so the chef show uh, something Tommy is it Tommy Who, who's in it? The chef show or, uh, chef Roy <laughs> Roy Choi. Shit, Tommy. Where the fuck did Tommy come from? So this is, this is the blurb of the show. The, uh, Chef Roy Choi works on the 2014 movie Chef, which starred John Favreau, who also wrote and directed the flick. Choi and Favreau reunite for their cooking travelogue series. Is that what you call it, I guess? The friends travel to different locales uh, around the world and celebrate different flavors, cultures, and people. They experiment with their favorite recipes and techniques, collaborating with some. Of them. Anyways, you get the fucking gist of it. He's got an episode with, um, I believe, uh, the guy who played Spider-Man, Tom Holland, and all that shit. he's he's, he's, he's got connections. Um, so in one of those episodes, Wolfgang Puck was there and he decided to cook a steak, and basically Wolfgang Puck said, "There's there's no sort of superior." Steak, he had the wagyu, he had the grass fed, and he had just a standard A5 rated steak from the USA. And they were all similar cuts, I believe. Yeah, they were all similar cuts. And what Wolfgang Puck said, he said, There's no superior, it's just a different flavor that you prefer. And I sort of aligned it. So basically, I'm not saying gourmet. Chips should be better. I just, you know, I think it, after eating the cow Thai sweet chili and comparing it to the sensations, f- fuck it all. I'm such a bullshit child, man. Dude, this whole conversation started because of a bag of crisps. Fuck's sake. <laughs> let me let me breathe. A little. Let me just think about what just happened. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so I'm so tormented by life. <laughs> fucking hate myself. All that shit came because of a bag of crisp. Um, So Thai... I'm so weird. I'm such a weird human being. But Thai sweet chili. Um, So the crisp yeah, this was basically the crisp of it is different to the sensation similar to the way Wolfgang Puck described the, the differences. Wolfgang Puck described the differences between wagyu steak and a5 steak and um the what's the other one grass fed so that's the difference in gourmet i prefer uh, yeah that's the difference and the cuts aren't as big you won't get a gigantic blunt cut i think the the, the, the sort of uh, cooking in a gourmet one is much more controlled because the machines aren't that reliable and uh, you got there's something great about a human controlling the process of something because it's it's, a, it's an ingrained muscle memory in terms of thinness rather uh, when relying rather than relying on machines to cut it up. Where in one circumstance you can have a giant fucking Darth Vader head looking piece that is bland as fuck, which you do get in um in standard market crisps like the sensation. So I guess maybe there's an advantage, but um. I think what I'm trying to say here is that the Thai Sweet Chili from Kel isn't worth your money. Buy the uh, Walker's Sensations Thai Sweet Chili. Okay, that's the Superior Crisp when compared to the Gourmet one. The reason behind that is because... It, I'd say buy it, but don't compare it to the Sensations. Because the spice in this isn't as strong. It uh, isn't as strong when compared to the Thai Sweet Chili. But it, which makes sense, because Gourmet is something that... White people go for and uh, whitewashed human beings like me go for. So, I guess just k- stick to sensations. But if you want to compare and be like, hey, you just spoke about this, the bag is beautiful, by the way. It's, it's got the same bag as the podcast logo, uh, it's the same color as the podcast logo, not the same bag, lol, imagine. But like the same color, the sort of uh, uh, pink sort of uh, color, um, which my friend uh, Nadia, uh, go to buy Nadia's Instagram page. Or oh, go on my Instagram page, which is, which is Yusuf101. So that's USIF101. So unicorn, saxophone, India, Foxtrot 101, 101, as in the numbers. So 101. And uh, go on to people that I follow and type in, buy an audio. She's a great artist. She'll, she'll, she'll design shit for you. And, uh, you know, she's pretty fucking good. And she's a great friend of mine. One of the most uh, open-minded. Her highly left-wing and very opinionated. But, like, she tolerates people with other opinions. Especially people like me who are more sort of independent and centrist or something. I don't know what, what to label myself. I don't fucking fuck it anyway. But, um, well, uh, yeah, so Kettle Thai Sweet Chili, I give it a two and a half stars out of five. And uh, Walker Sensations, I give it a, a, a 3.8 stars. It, it's shy from 0.2 because sometimes it feels too heavy. You know, I like a crisp that is just like. Actually, all Chris feel too heavy for me. Why am I saying? I'll give it a four. I, I just didn't want to do the 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 the, the sort of the, noob reviews of no decimal points because that's what noobs do. If you watch Boston Sports Pizza reviews, shout out to Dave Portney goes on Fox News and um, yeah, yeah, Dave Portney wouldn't. The left doesn't like Dave Portney, but I like him. He has this show called uh, One Bite Pizza Reviews where he brings in celebrities and all that shit. He has an episode with Tucker Carlson, which is you know. Good old Tucker Carlson. That guy is so fucking. Listen, I don't know. I don't know if I'm the only one that thinks this, but there's a lot of people that look like Tucker Carlson from Fox News. Search up Tucker Carlson, and then, and tell me there's not a lot of people that look like him. And then every time I talk to the person that looks like him, he's fucking right wing. I don't know. Maybe it's something genetic. Maybe the genetic mindset sort of was synced into a certain facial shape and facial structure. You know, or maybe it's just the racist Arab in me who thinks all white people look the same. Which they don't, by the way. I mean, you guys got blondes and brunettes. I don't know any race that has blondes and brunettes. Yeah, white people are the only races that have blondes and brunettes. Wait. Yeah, no, nah, I don't I don't think that's true, but based on the life I've lived, white people are the only people that have that have blondes and brunettes. Of course, you know, white Arabs have it, but it's just it's an exclusive white thing. I think so. Who knows? Anyways, so Kettle Whatever ring, I gave it two, two and a half stars or whatever the fuck. Um, it was on discount at Sainsbury's, so maybe pick up one and give a review. I got it for one pound. Hand cooked in Norfolk. But uh, I'd say that the Thai sweet chili sensations from Walker's are supreme. They reign supreme. What a great way to start a podcast. We're doing Chris reviews. Um, today I had a bit of a, a bit of a roller coaster day in, in terms of um just events, but not like catastrophic events like a fucking Citizen Kane movie. Lol, I'm so old. Like um, what, what's a, what's the a, like a Infinity War? <laughs> when from Citizen Kane to Infinity War, not like that sort of shit where it was just uh, extreme shit. Uh, I woke up at twelve. Uh, well, meditated, had my breakfast, and I had a book of. Uh, I was uh, while I was cooking my breakfast, I was listening to, uh, the Tiny Desk concert video of Natalia Lafourcade. I don't know how to say her fucking name. I am sorry, Natalia Lafourcade, Dancer de Gardenia. Yeah, just write Dancer de Gardenia or something. I don't know. I don't speak Spanish. I just like her voice and. Uh, she's uh, she's a Mexican singer, and uh, I listened to a Tiny Dust concert thing because I like uh, I like a with a lot of string instruments. So why am I Why am I talking like Abu from The Simpsons? Um. So yeah, I was listening to that, and I had a book of Bob Dylan chronicles, which I'm still trying to finish reading. I'm taking my time with it because. Bob Dinan is the artist that started this whole thing of, I don't have to explain shit to you, or right? I just listen to the music and make your own explanation. And to see a sort of access point written by him to explain his thought process is very profound. It won, it won a Nobel Prize and it won a Pulitzer Award. And the book, based on the first 54 pages that I've read, is pretty fucking good it's pretty fucking good, uh, and it's all, and which is why I want to take it slow, because I'm, I'm, I'm getting an access point to someone that I've, uh, I idealize in terms of songwriting, you know, and, and you gotta take that sort of stuff slow, and just slowly digest it, you know, I'm reading it the same way, like, I would read a, a Russian novel, like a Dostoevsky crime and punishment sort of thing, you know, where it's like I read a passage and then just reflect. I'll read like an event story and then reflect on it, you know. And then and then I'll continue to see what I think because Dostoevsky uses the the form of narrative to to sort of uh, to uh, to show his theories on psychology and philosophy through storytelling, you know. Similar to Tolstoy, similar to. I mean, Frozen Nietzsche did have books like Beyond Good and Evil and all that shit, but if he, did, he did have a narrative equivalent for Thus Big Zarathustra. You know, similar to that. And, uh... Yeah. I don't know. I haven't read any Charles Dickens. I want to read some Charles Dickens, but oh, I've been reading too many white folk, all right? Leave me alone. I don't want to... I don't want to fully colonize myself. Gotta read some, um... Gotta finish... Gotta read that James Baldwin The Fire Next Door book. Um... The fire next time. The fire next time by James Baldwin. Um, speaking of James Baldwin, you know what's the greatest video uh, of, of all time? One of the greatest videos is the uh, the James Baldwin versus William F. Buckley. Uh, did I speak about? Sorry if I'm repeating myself. I feel like I've repeated myself. I don't know because most of the shit that that I think ever since I started the podcast is like I should mention this on the podcast and I'm not sure if I mentioned it on the podcast. I need to note down stuff. But then again that sort of messes up the narrative of the whole thing. Um. So yeah, this video with William F. Buckley and and James Baldwin—they debate an Oxford, uh, Oxford debate or Cambridge—I'm not sure—but it was streamed. One of those, one of those uh, posh universities, one of those places I wish I was in. You know, it's a great place. What was it, William F. Buckley? What was the subject of debate? Now, those don't know William F. Buckley. He's a—he was the. Kingmaker between the 1960s, 1980s sort of era for the Republicans. I think he got Ronald. Re- he helped get Ronald Reagan in office. He helped get President Nixon in office. Um, very right-wing, very conservative, but uh, he's very much like a Candace Owens before Candace Owens, or like um, ben-, ben Shapiro before Ben... Shapiro, you know those sort of right wing people, which is, which the left has a lot of those people as well, you know, which are just huge certain arguments to benefit their uh their promoters, you know, which are just these businesses and all that shit. Um, and William F. Buckley was one of those, and they were on he got a show, which is Firing Line or whatever, I forgot what it's called. But, um, I watched this documentary between William F. Buckley and uh, and Gore Vidal which is um, the, which was the or, I mean it was uh, William F. Buckley let me just search up James Baldwin William F. Buckley there's a book on it but uh, uh, so William F. Buckley had this uh, novel he was trying to advertise called God and Man and Yale which sort of describes his character uh, William F. Buckley debate. What was the subject of debate? Uh, so legendary debate that laid down US political lines on race. Uh, the subject was debate. Ah, oh, fuck. Just browse. I agree. Fucking Washington Post. Uh, the Weeks losing a formal debate against right and civil rights activists. Buckley said that no matter what. you done. William F. What was the subject of the debate? The debate over race in America? The fire upon us? I don't know. There was a subject of it. I forgot what it's called. I forgot what the subject was. And uh, um, these news articles don't seem to want to fucking mention the subject. So, yeah, I want to I wanna, I wanna, read less white people and uh, focus more on other races. So I had, uh, had uh, finished my breakfast and I was carrying it on. Uh, fuck out. I finished my breakfast, and I think this podcast is it. it basically, just me uh, cementing a point and then veering off and then going back to the point. I think that's what it is. Uh, so I, I, think I figured out my voice. So enjoy. So I, I had the the book and I finished my breakfast. Put it in the bowl. And, oh, shit, scrambled eggs as usual. And I put my phone on top of the uh, of the uh, Bob Dylan book, and I was carrying the Bob Dylan book with my phone on top of it, and uh, a bowl of scrambled eggs. Yes, I put my scrambled eggs in a bowl because it maintains the heat more because it's like a dome thing, and I and I put a, like a fold the to- I put the toast underneath the bowl, and I crunch it up to fit the size of the bowl because i i feel like it maintains the heat more you know this is this is mainly food now so i'm carrying it and book and phone on top of the book and uh my phone drops now it was in the position that was uh where i cannot see the screen now me having this iphone 6s for f- over four years without any cover without any screen protector without anything and throwing it several times over a fit of rage i didn't expect it to be uh, destroyed with such ease i think it was like fuck it listen man I think it like imagine my iPhone 6S. And I people who carry iPhone 6S right now are like carrying an old person who's still addicted to who's a chain smoker. It's like, listen, man, there's newer versions right now. Just fucking get rid of me, man. I'm, I'm too much, man. Can't you see? 16 gigs is not enough nowadays. <laughs> listen, man, I'm gonna kill myself. Watch next time. <laughs> So you can get a goddamn new phone Fuck your nostalgia, motherfucker So <laughs> You hear me, motherfucker? I'm on my last motherfucking breaths Ain't no iCloud back up on this, bitch Ain't no iCloud with full, motherfucker Too many pictures And you don't treat me well Damn it, you, you can only put three albums in this fucking phone. Get a new phone, motherfucker. So that's the sort of. Mm, fucking. Your notes. Your notes are fucking stupid. I've read your notes for f- fucking. Uh, four years now. I've been reading your stupid fucking notes on my iPhone. How dare you desecrate me with such stupid thoughts, you motherfucker. I fucking hate you, motherfucker. And what, what the fuck is this? I have a 3.5 millimeter jack in the back of mine, and you still use the, the the iPhone one with the new one. What kind of fuckery is this? Do you not respect history? You fucking motherfucker! I fucking hate you. Oh, you got AirPods now. What? So your headphones are newer than, are younger than me. Think about that, motherfucker. Think about that. You need a new one. I need to fucking retire, motherfucker. And who the fuck carries a rose gold iPhone anyway? Are you gay? Are you a faggot, motherfucker? Fucking man with an Arab raised a Muslim and fucking carrying a rose gold iPhone, motherfucker. I'm disgusted by your thumbprint, motherfucker. The amount of times you've touched me with your greasy hands from those walkist sensations, motherfucker, I'm disgusted by you. I could fraudulently clone you if I had the power, motherfucker. Wait wait till like 40 fucking years and I already have your thumbprint saved through my iCloud systems, motherfucker, and I will make a clone of you and kill you Logan Wolverine style, motherfucker. I'm gonna make a weapon exile out of you, motherfucker. <sighs> oh, and stop with the YouTube. Stop with the fucking YouTube, uh, watching shit, motherfucker. You stayed four hours when you're on bed watching fucking YouTube. Who, who the fuck you watch? You're broken, motherfucker. <sighs> you wanna watch? You wanna use me for free fucking hours while I got a fucking wire shoved off my ass? Just let me get fucked by the wire in peace, motherfucker. Honestly. <sighs> And, and you ain't even using an Apple product wire You're using an Amazon product wire Like the, the, those unbreakable ones you cheaping out on the fucking wire You're cheaping out on what's being shoved up my ass, motherfucker How fucking dare you Listen, when was the last time you put a 3.5mm jack Ever since you got those iPhone headphones, the newer ones, motherfucker And then you got those wireless ones Hold on. Listen, it's so fucking stupid Because you went from no wire to wire You went from wire to no wire. It's the same fucking shape, motherfucker. You fucking retarded, motherfucker. Honestly, I want to kill myself. I'm being enslaved by you, motherfucker. So that's what... (laughs) 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 Sorry. (gasps) And look, take a picture of yourself, motherfucker. Take a picture with the front camera, motherfucker. Do you see how unpixelated you look when facing your $2,000 PC and monitor, motherfucker? Do you see how unpixelated you look? Motherfucker, wh- 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 get a new one. Let me retire. Let me retire, motherfucker. Oh, and don't talk about the back camera. The back camera's added to shit. Who, Who the fuck takes... Photos with me anymore I, Aren't you fucking embarrassed To take photos with that iPhone When he, all your friends have the newer version Motherfucker Why are you keeping me alive I want to die How come I maintain myself for this fucking long Motherfucker <sighs> Fucking faggot with your rose gold iPhone Motherfucker <sighs> So My phone screen cracked <laughs> It finally did Um Um Unfortunately, I, I listen. I carry nostalgia with that shit. What do you mean nostalgia, motherfucker? <laughs> I don't know if this is funny. I'm just caught on the rage shit. Uh, so <laughs> so my screen finally cracked, and I, listen, I carry nostalgia with that shit. <laughs> I carry nostalgia. Listen, there's so many memories when carrying this phone. You know, listening to. Kendrick Lamar's The Pimper Butterfly for the first time was on this one. Some of my favorite albums I've listened to via this phone. Videos, text messages with girls, first girlfriend, first, you know, first flirt, first everything, man. And that's the sort of attachment. I have an attachment to sentimental things. You know, uh, first, I watched my first, uh, actually, where was it? Nah, that was with a blackberry. My first porno was with a blackberry. Um, uh, what's it called? Um... But I do have memory. Listen, I've seen your fucking cock, motherfucker. It ain't that fucking big, motherfucker. Honestly, you, you fucking waste this dirtbag. And what kind of porn you watching? Who the fuck watches the kind of. You watching cartoons? Fucking motherfucker? Is big ass not enough? You a fucking fat, a fucking faggot with a rose gold iPhone and watching cartoons? Fuck motherfucker? Who the fuck are you, motherfucker? Oh, don't you dare delete that history, motherfucker. I'd save that shit. No, no, you can't remove my memories, motherfucker. I've seen your dick. I've seen what you do. And I am disgusted. Shame on you, motherfucker. Um, Oh, oh, oh. One time, one time. This is my favorite memory with this fun. One time. Now, listen, when when I drank off... Okay, when I when I when I, when I when I when I when i you know when i get in there when i want a bit of a hanky bank i fully undress because i can't control the splash damage <laughs> i cannot control the splash damage so i fully undress um now the excuse we have one toilet in the household unfortunately now the excuse of uh that i do when i'm jacking off is i'm taking a shit because it's like a thong because it's like you know it's the similar length taking a shit and jacking off are surprisingly similar in terms of time length thank god for that thank you god for making our shit time and work time very similar um I think I think it was more of a Darwinian survival of the fittest. So I think <laughs> I think if the man took too long to jack off, his parents would knock the door down and fucking chop his dick off and kill him. So we're pretty much a superior race because we're we're the top of the the the, the sort of we're well, not the superior race we're all one, but we're the top of evolution because our shit time and wank time is similar. That's what I'm trying to say. So I undress when I jack off because I I. I Cannot, uh, I cannot control this blast damage. I don't want jizz on my clothes. That's the last thing I want. Okay? Okay? So, um, I undressed fully, and uh, the excuse is I'm taking a shit whenever someone knocks out the door. Now, this time it was 2 o'clock at midnight. Everything was empty, and I was like, Time to fucking hanky panky motherfucker So I whip out my phone Which was much younger than it was more of a chad. It was like oh my god are you gonna fucking Go on porn and show me your dick It was more like a chad Rather than this motherfucker It was more like a chad let's go bro let's go What you want big ass Oh my god So um Went on there And um Forgot to lock the door on big ass porn and jacking off butt naked and uh my dad opens the door and sees me butt naked facing the the the, the toilet because I'm trying to train my aim when it comes to this shit listen I the prophet said teach your children uh boeing boeing no 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 like uh Bow hunting, horse riding, and uh, swimming. So, I'm, I'm, I'm training my aim for 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 archery here. All right. I'm sorry, this podcast is so ridiculous. Um, so he opens the door, and immediately I'm like, I'm taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then he just closed the door and continued on with his day as normal, yeah. You know? <laughs> Which, <laughs> I like, the fact that he continued on with the day next, he didn't shake my hand the day afterwards, but it was funny. Um, stuff that needs to be destroyed. I mean, it's kind of symbolic because I'm going through a phase where I'm, 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 I'm trying to create a, 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 a sort of rebirth of, of work ethic, you know, because I don't have listen, I'm twenty and I only understood the value of hard work when out in my late nineteens, you know. So I'm trying to fully ingrain work ethic. So it's kind of I'm a, I'm being reborn. Um what's it called? I'm being reborn. Like those who are what's that Bob Dunning thing? Those who are too busy uh, being born are too busy dying, so I'm being reborn rather than be born. Uh, consider my own life as the the beginning of of like the whack slap at the ass sort of thing. You know, my birthday to now. I'm being I'm rebirthing myself. I'm creating. I'm reshifting that archetype of hero, trying to do that. So it's kind of very symbolic. Um. Uh, what else? What else uh, I might. I don't know I'm gonna to have to keep this for a while because of trying to save up um so yeah rest in peace iPhone 6s uh, 16 gigabyte oh, man. this is the reason why I don't have a, a lot of stand-up clips because the camera on this is shit um and uh it does it has no uh so it doesn't have the uh, sort of uh uh, uh video in the dark like the iso on it is pretty fucking grainy if you want a video in the dark and that's what stand-up sets mm-hmm. are so i'm gonna like, need a i need ai was planning to get a new phone anyway um considering when's when we start stand-up any what else do I have? I have nostalgia with a wallet that i stole from my dad and when i used it he was like oh, i can't he like he couldn't do anything it was a top shop wallet genuine leather yeah stole. A t- he has a fucking coach wallet now so he can he can be happy with what he has. And uh, I don't think he's using it. I could nick it. I could nick it, but I'm not gonna nick it. It was given to him on Father's Day. I could genuinely I could nick it. Yeah, but now that Top Shop wallet, I've had it for more than the 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 uh the the more than the iPhone. And um it, it, it's kind of served its purpose. The card holder bits are burnt. But I also have memories within that. Like, I, I've i constructed... Like, with this wallet, one of my favorite memories was with my dad. He has this uh, r- real estate building where he... Instead of... Where it used to be flats. And me and him basically worked our butts off to reconstruct it and make it into a whole house. Like, wall breaking and painting and all that shit. I've also painted... The shop that me and my dad used to, that my dad and I uh, worked on a DIY shop, which ended up becoming a failed business because I had my A-levels in uni and he had to travel in between because he had a business in Lebanon as well. So um, at the time, he stopped it after, like mid-last year, he just ended it because of the Lebanese uh, economy due to Syria. Uh, which was caused by the Syrian collapse because Lebanon heavily relies on Syria in terms of economy. You just look at the map, look how small Lebanon is, and then look at Syria. Of course, it relies on Syria economically. Um, so, yeah, I had that that memory of constructing with my dad a lot of shit. Um, um, I, I painted my mom and dad's room while I had that wallet. There's a lot of life memories. My My first kiss, I had that wallet in my pocket. Um, I love, my first heartbreak I had that wallet My first, my first proper Friends, you know and I struggled making friends Throughout my life, I was always I still feel like an outsider, you know With that wallet uh, 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 You know Just memories of The torments and trials and tribulations and successes and moments of happiness of life have a lot of them have been in that wallet not my happiest moment my happiest moment which i'll get into later and uh, but my favorite moment while having that wallet was this one time i was constructing my dad now my dad has cataracts which is basically the the tissue of your eye becomes basically it's your eye deteriorating from the inside and he had to stop it, so the operation led for half of his eye to be, like, just um, frivolous, useless, and the other half. You could literally lift the middle finger on his left side and he wouldn't notice. Uh, i would never tried it. I've never tried it. But if you met my dad, you can try I'll punch you in the face afterwards, but you can try for uh, scientific reasons, or just to see if it's easy to change about his dad's cataract. I don't believe he can talk for like a fucking hour. I feel like he's creating this shit. If you want to, you know, just do that. Left eye or right side? I don't know. Ask him. Ask him. Um, I'm, I'm, I never really dive into it because, um, you know, he's my dad, and I don't, I don't want to highlight an inferiority to a man who. Has been who is still superior to me in every regard in terms of knowledge and 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 philosophy and the thought process and the work ethic. You know, I, I don't think I don't think I've defeated my dad yet, and I don't want to because that means I no longer have an idol to look to and ask questions. So I don't I don't I don't believe in this idea of defeating the father in order to I I. I, I I mean, I'd appreciate doing it, but at the same time, I'll just feel a little bit sad. But um, yeah, I don't think I have. He has a master, so when I get a PhD, I'll probably defeat him. Um, and he wants me to defeat him because that's the, that's the uh, that's the progression of family—the idea that I want my the the disciples to be better than me and all that shit. So my favorite memory: we were working, and he had cataracts, and we were working on the toilet in the, in that building and uh unfortunately one of the pipings the soldering of it wasn't exactly how we wanted to orient it and the problem was the pipe was flat on the top front of the wall like on top of the toilet but flat and it was going as an l from a drilled wall uh, the copper piping it was uh, going into a wall so i had to like use a massive uh phillips head oh no flat heads orange screwdriver To just uh, pry in between those piping. So I can lift a little bit. So that he can re-solder. The pipes from that area. So it it could show him what's inside. The the inside part of the piping. That's going inside the wall. So while I was holding it. And he was soldering. um, The the, the screwdriver. Hit. hit, hit I couldn't control it. Because I'm a weak son of a bitch. Um, Still am. Now that gyms aren't open yet. So. You know, I couldn't control it. I was, I was, I was, uh, I believe I was uh, fresh 18, you know, uh, early 18 at the time. Um, So I do that and um, it slips from my hand and hits his unibrow area. Thank God it didn't hit his eye. And the screwdriver and the sort of flux, which is the sort of cream you use to solder copper pipes, falls into the toilet. He... Picks up the screwdriver and picks up the solder, the the, the flux cream, and slaps me in the face with the toilet water. Now it wasn't exactly toilet water. He slaps me in the face with my own piss because I forgot to flush that toilet on my last piss break. So that's <laughs> so that's my favorite memory and that shit. And then, because of my fear, I didn't tell him that he touched my piss. It was only until five months later, after the incident, I told him that was my own piss. I should have told him on the spot that he just touched my own piss. Just piss him off. It would have been funny. I haven't developed the confidence of a, sort of a, a fearless sense of humor at the time. I was, I mean, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm, I'm not like at that time. I wasn't far ahead. I, I didn't think I could be able to. Um, I didn't think I was that funny. You know. So, um, yeah. So that's my favorite memory with wallet and I'm gonna have to part with it. I don't know if I'll part with it. I don't know. I don't know. I have. I have I'm very sentimental, like when it comes to things. When I used to read newspapers, and before I had a job and a stream of income, I used to just buy the newspaper by paper rather than the digital version. And I, I, I still collect those newspapers because it's history. You know, I, I, it's a weird thing. I don't know. I think it's a depression sort of hoarder mentality, but I don't know. I, I I, have sentimental value to a lot of things. There's paint stains on that wallet. There's rips and tears. I've got cards from places that I've traveled in there, like Morocco. Uh, first time I smoked cigars with my... Mm, at the time, mate. But um, All that shit. Um, yeah, I've got a lot of memories. Now, my favorite memory of all time was... Here's the beauty of... Here's why women are lucky in in sort of situation when going places. A man could tell you it's a surprise date. You don't have to know where we're going. Just trust me. You like if it's because obviously you'd have to date several times to trust the person, but I don't think I've never been in a sort of situation where I trust the person. Um, I mean, to be honest, I've never been in a sort of long-term relationship, but, uh, you know, so I I very much want to be sort of courted rather than courting in in one situation. Just to relive this favorite memory of mine, I was, uh, it was three years cuz i went to uh, i was born here stayed in england for 5 years then um, we relocated to lebanon because my parents wanted me to learn arabic and my culture and all that shit and um it was 3 years into me living in lebanon and i was still an outsider you know i was uh, i don't I'm, I did not know how to brush my teeth properly, so everybody used to just not be friends with me because I had stinky breath, and my, my water consumption wasn't uh, that good anyway. So uh, I used to just get bullied as a little kid, but um, and never never had proper friends. That but I, uh, as well, it didn't bother me that much because I I wasn't um, I wasn't a people person, so to say. So um, yeah. So I just uh, I don't necessarily like people that much in terms of um in terms of yeah I'm just testing my my headphones real quick. So I don't necessarily like people that much, you know. Um I'm not that uh, later on I'd uh, managed to uh, get the ability to be a, a people person. Yeah, um so it never bothered me but the the, the sort of social need to to have friends bothered me like oh i used to have friends and the need to be popular because i was a young kid with those hormones and egos kicking in but this was like three years into the, the 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 sort of realization that i have no friends came when i was 12 or maybe 11 or something um so this is my favorite memory it was just I have no PlayStation. I have no reason to stay at home. I just let, let myself go this night, man. Uh, oh, I actually have two favorite memories. This is my this is this is a memory where and this is in Lebanon. The other one was in the UK. So we're, we're gonna go with the uh, with the latest one, and then we'll go to the earlier one. Um, it was with my dad, and I was just going with my dad just go, we're going out we're just going out in lebanon it's, and sunny it's like the, the the sort of biological mood is up you know i'm a little kid i don't you know that sort of thing uh that joe rogan joke is like this is cool you ride a bike you do everything life's good life's good until boner pops out and you're like what the fuck do you want <laughs> that's a joke that's a great joe rogan joke so it was that sort of level you know the life is good thing before hormones kick in and uh, the 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 sort of childlike trust you have in your dad is magical, you know, it, it, it's something magical. So I just say, "Hey, court me. I'm I'm your child. Take me places," you know, that sort of thing. And um, we go on a car, and it's just it's just like this sort of these ruined areas. In the, in the, in the U in the U in the, in Lebanon, uh, just these areas, but like beautiful ruined areas, like it's it's it, it's similar to Marrakech markets in Morocco. This is sort of area, but more open and more sort of uh, wide, and there's cars and the streets, Marrakesh, this, 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 the motorcycles are on the fucking little corners, and so it's similar to those, it's like a third world country sort of buildings, and shit that's been destroyed through civil wars, and all that shit, and that, that's the sort of area, that's the sort of magical, and it was sunny, it was beautiful, and my dad had this bag of, I think he had a bag of meat, I'm not sure, he had, he had a bag, uh, and... We go and he takes me to 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 his uh, business, which is he used to sell generators because in Lebanon the electricity isn't twenty four seven. So what uh, what we had to do was rely on like a third party company where when the uh, when the government electricity is off, we uh, rely on the other person to give us um, give us energy. I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but sorry if I'm repeating myself again. And um, electricity and all that shit. So that was his business. What he used to do is buy them cheap from the UK because not a lot of people need generators in the UK and then ship them and sell them for profit in Lebanon. Ship them in bulk obviously and sell them for profit in, in Lebanon. And um yeah, so he took me there and it was it was pretty close to where I live. That was the time where he had a branch pretty close to where I live. He had multiple branches there on, but he, he was still like when you're in Lebanon it's still when you do that business people know like your personality is more known than the area you know like people know oh this is basim's sort of place you know that this is where basim's new place is because people just because you maintain contacts and trading and all that shit so uh, in terms of that business relocating isn't that bad because people just know you by name the name is more important than the location the location is just a place to show places in terms of that business, I feel like. So, back to it. So, we go over there and uh, I'm, I meet all these grown-up people. And I'm like, wow, you look just like my dad, but you're not my dad. Sort of situation, you know, that Chris the joke. Ooh, he's, he's, been, he's in a bit of trouble. But, like, that's sort the of situation. You just Oh, wow, you're friends with my dad. I can trust you. And then, suddenly, time flies by. I'm at the sun and they're, they're cooking meat. They're cooking a barbecue. And they were like, it's Workers' Day. This is Eid uh, al-Ammal, which is in Arabic, which translates into Workers' Day, like the day for the workers. And um, my dad got them a bunch of meat to barbecue for Workers' Day, and it's a holiday for them. And, um, yeah, so that was one of my favorite memories. I don't know why I still remember it to this day. Just the, 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 the part of it, I've analyzed it today, is the mystery of not knowing where I'm going. And I love that. It's like watching a movie without watching the trailer. It's just being submerged in the idea of, I don't know what to expect, but I'm going to do it. That's something lacking in our world because movie reviews exist and music reviews exist. The idea of just let's go and YouTube recommendations, the algorithms and Google recommendations and Instagram recommendations, like there's no element of surprise to something that you will eventually adore, you know? And just the the, the overabundance of information took away the element Of surprise I guess that's why it's my favourite Memory it took away the element of surprise Between the two of Figuring out something that you didn't know you'd adore You know like well, I think the cl- closest Thing to getting that feeling is just watch a movie Without the trailer or any reviews you just fully Rely on it based on the cast And you might like it and you might not Um, But I don't want to sp- So yeah just the element of surprise sorry so just the element of surprise of that day is like wow we're cooking we're having me and these guys are friendly you're friends with them dad i love you this is my my favorite days just these simple moments i just love that just that was that was a very profound day for me i don't know why i just just the full reliance on a father it's 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 something just you know it felt like think that which which sort of solidifies the idea that a human being has to have full reliance on someone that's a higher being than him or, or someone higher than him and i guess that's the reason behind god's existence i guess one of the reasons the full reliance of of of, of someone higher than you because sometimes you get situations that are out of your control and the, that situation that was out of my control Later on, became one of my favorite memories. You know, just full reliance on 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 a higher power. So I guess I guess that's sort of the 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 religious sort of element. uh My other favorite moment was one time at a, a barber shop, at one of my dad's barber shops, which was one of the business he owned in the UK. Uh, still owns. I'm not going to tell you where, but um business he owned in the uk and uh this wasn't the other the, the the same branch uh he had multiple branches open but people just aren't reliable anymore so he he just focused on one he focused on one now and um so it, yeah he took me and the, it was my uncle Ahmad. uh was there he he used to help out my dad in the barber shop and uh, i told dad i'm hungry and we were at the bar shop. and i was like oh what is he, uh, he speaks to my uncle Emma. he's like where's the, mi- where's the food where's the microwave and he says it's uh, some sort of area in the dark so he takes me holds my hand and i'm i'm taking he opens this door to this dark room and i'm just holding his hand and it's like my dad's like trust me nothing's gonna happen to just come for me and uh, I'm just holding his hand and we're walking by and then another door opens and then the, we're in the dark and I'm just standing there next to my dad he has this um, he's lighting with a cigarette light I think or a phone and then beep beep opens something puts it in there beep 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 and then the microwave light and just me and him staring at the microwave light and then I eat this meal which I don't know what it was yet but it was the most delicious meal oh man fuck it's fuck mortality, man. It's the fuck mortality. But memories are immortal. Fuck mortality. Uh, the day my dad dies is going to be the most heartbreaking day of my life. Honestly. And my mom. The day parents die is the most heartbreaking day. But the only way to overcome it is to understand that they gave their all to you and their all to life. And, and they gave you some of the best memories they made you, who you are, both biologically and emotionally and spiritually by their personalities and by what they gave you man jeez i'm getting emotional (sighs) my favorite memory was with my mom what's my favorite memory with my mom um i'd say my favorite memory with my mom we were when we were living in the uk just crossing the ferry I really loved crossing the ferry with my mom. For some reason, again, it was the whole idea. Hey, mom, I trust you. Take me. You know, "Okay, we're gonna go on this boat," and you know, you're my mom, and all that shit. And it's like, yeah, take me. I think that was my one of my favorite memories. Oh man, life was so good. Life, life, life is still good, but the sea of emotions it, it sort of distracts you from. The optimism that a, a human being should have, you know. Um, so, yeah, my phone broke and I don't want to get rid of my wallet. So I've got two broken things that have nostalgia and I've given two of my favorite memories and and am free, actually. And kettle tie sweet chili sucks. Um, well... Wow. I had, um, I think, Wednesday, which was the day the last episode was published, I went to hang out with my mates and um, it was with my best mate and another mate of mine who I managed to catch during a lunch break because we went to the area where she works. And I just, you know, if you have a best friend right now, tell them you love them, man. Just tell them, just tell them, I love you. I love you because it's going to be rare. It's going to be rare. My phone is buzzing like just tell them how much you appreciate them you know it's just throughout this life i love you that sort of thing is so powerful you know just say it. words sometimes i feel like words aren't as powerful because it's you're trying to derive an energy of emotion and it's hard for an energy of emotion to be transferred but i guess something when i say it the energy it transfers so i'm guessing there's another element when i say it, i love you to it but to a best friend of mine you know and then the two days after that uh, i decided to, uh, I, I didn't meditate and um the, the meditation uh, is a joke that gary shandling uh, gary shandling who's a very it uh, was who had this show called uh i think i've spoken about this before called the larry sanders show and um which inspired which you know inspired ricky gervais's office and or that shit, but he does Zen Buddhism, and he had this the joke to Ramdas. I believe I've spoken about this before, but sorry if I'm repeating myself. I'm pretty sure I haven't spoken about a lot of the things in this podcast, including the farm break because that just happened today, and the kettle Thai sweet chili because I bought that yesterday. Um, but he had this joke where he's like, I can't blame it on anyone else, you know. Uh, to to Ramdas, who meditates as well. I got a meditation joke. It's it, it like ever since I started meditating, I can't blame anything on anyone else which which you know I I didn't sort of understand at the start but when I heard the joke despite the fact that I've been meditating for six months when I heard it and then when I started observing it I'm like yeah sadness seems more like an energy for me that is centered from me that I can control in a way uh, uh, because uh, you know the sort of self-blame sort of thing Or or the idea that it's a situation that's out of my hands. So the two days after those, I did not meditate. And sadness, the energy of sadness came in, sort of the compilation of stuff that I could not control. You know, my my, my brother's schizophrenic episode, which which I I spoke about last episode, me getting fired. um, uh, Situations with, you know, insecurity and uh, sort of just... uh, all that stuff just compiled into one. Everything that made me feel... The schizophrenic my, dad, my brother's schizophrenic episodes... Getting fired and combined with stuff... That just made me feel like a pathetic human being... Just combined into one and put me in a... Sort of very sad mood. But the, within all of those... I, I could not blame it on anything. You know... It's more of a sort of... What's it, that... Hashad uh, Ali quote from the show Rami... Which I finished... I'll talk about it a Pretty good show. He had this quote which is like humility is basically a, a saying that I have no control over this and I must let God rely on it. So that, that sort of thing, you know? Just the idea that this sad energy is something that I cannot control at the moment and I must continue on meditating. Then I worked on the weekends and just get get a reason to live back on despite the fact that I'm getting fine. Then I meditate on Monday and things felt better. And I meditated on Tuesday, things felt better. And I meditated today and now here I am with positive energy chatting about a phone and all that shit. Um, yeah, well, what else happened? Oh, I've, uh, I haven't... This is, oh, Nintendo Switch story. Uh, I haven't touched my Switch like religiously the, uh, so much recently because um i just uh because uh, the reason i have a switch was because of the triple a titles to be honest and um what's it called the, the, yeah the reason i have a switch was because of the triple a titles and i've played all the triple a titles that are good i don't like astral I, no i'm not going to try astral chain because mm, but i've played all of them so i and the indie games that I've wanted to play like Hollow Knight have finished it. So I haven't touched my Switch recently. And uh, I hear that Nintendo Direct came out. And I watched this Nintendo Direct and it's disappointing as fuck. So I don't know if I should keep my Switch or set it because I'm waiting for Metroid 4. I'm waiting for No More Heroes 3. I'm waiting for Bayonetta 3. I'm waiting for Breath of the Wild 2. I'm waiting for that shit. And I'm waiting for a Mario anniversary game to come out. Apparently they're merging Odyssey and Mario Galaxy all together and they're making remakes as well. I I want Super Mario Odyssey 2 to come out. I want that. Super Mario Odyssey is the best uh, actually it is the best game on fucking switch it's perfect in terms of balance of difficulty and gameplay some people would say legend of zelda breath of the wild i understand but i'm a more of a mario this guy i like legend of zelda I, did, I finished everything on legend of zelda breath of the wild then sold it uh despite, apart from the dlcs because legend of zelda for me was more of a relaxing game rather than a difficult one and because of the puzzles so yeah that's pretty much it i hope this podcast was good for you make sure you follow me on instagram yusuf 101 i'm trying to build a fan base here and um yeah i don't know we've been doing this for uh 59 minutes and i love you all uh thank you for listening again thank you to uh teo uh Tammy, uh kane if you listen to this um who else listened to my podcast nabiha who listened to just listen to probably listen to all episodes by now in one day i don't know um, if you're listening to this, thank you. Uh, I love you. You're the reason why I, you know, I'm maintaining my existence during these tough times. <laughs> and um, yeah, I love you all. Uh, who else listens to my podcast? I don't know anyone who I forgot. People, fuck, shit. Sorry if I forgot your name. I'm terribly sorry. Anyways, bye bye. Love you all.